The pages of a book are filled with tales of great adventures, stories of everlasting love, heartbreak, and the classic whodunit. Explore them all with your host, Laura Young. Welcome to Read Astray. I'm Laura. Welcome to the podcast, Read Astray, designated to reviewing different books. In this episode, I'm reviewing the book, The Storied Life of A.J. Fickrey by Gabrielle Zevin. When I first ran across this book at a local bookstore, the author's name caught my eye immediately because I had read other books by her, such as Elsewhere and Memoirs of a Teenage Amnesiac, but these are young adult novels, and I was not in the young adult section of the bookstore. Then I read the short blurb on the back, which I don't always do, and it mentioned that Fickrey owned a bookstore, and his prized possession, a rare collection of Edgar Allan Poe poems, had been stolen. They had me at bookstore owner. Poe was an added cherry and whipped cream on top, so I immediately snatched it up. I started it on a plane on a girl's trip to Mexico, and I finished it before we landed. I laughed and I cried, I got frustrated, and I learned things. The book has humor, romance, and suspense. It was a page-turning delight. Seven has published eight novels and a children's book. She is the screenwriter of Conversations with Other Women, starring Helena Bonham Carter and Aaron Eckhart. She's also been a writer for the New York Times Book Review and NPR's All Things Considered. The story life of A.J. Frickery is realistic fiction. The style of the novel is quite particular since it's without a question a novel, but each chapter is constructed as a kind of self-contained short story, but then they come together to make one big storyline. And a priceless detail is that each chapter is titled for some famous short story written by some other author in the past, and it's related in some way to something in the chapter. For example, the first chapter is called Lamb to the Slaughter, which is a short story by Roald Dahl. Although Dahl is most well-known for his light-hearted and moralistic children's lit, this story is about a woman who murders her husband with a frozen leg of lamb, then disposes of the weapon by feeding it to the investigating police. In the chapter, Amelia, the book rep, is somewhat led to the slaughter, when she first encounters the curmudgeon protagonist, A.J. Fickrey, at his bookstore, Island Books. Other chapters are named for such authors as Twain's, the celebrated jumping frog of Calaveras County, and Flannery O'Connor's A Good Man is Hard to Find. You're listening to Red Astray. Again, I'm Laura, and this is from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. Henson Oakley offers Zoom teeth whitening, And it's available on West Jackson Street in Cookville. Back to the story of A.J. Fickrey. It focuses around him and his failing bookstore. After his wife's death, he begins to isolate himself from all of the people on Alice Island where he lives, including his sister-in-law, Ismay, who's determined to rescue him from himself. Sheaf Lambase, a local policeman with a soft spot for Fickrey, and basically any customer or employee of the bookstore. It opens with Amelia, who recently became the nightly press sales rep for Vickery's store, after the previous rep passed away unexpectedly. She is determined not to be pushed away or deterred by Vickery's bad attitude. He quickly gives her a long rant on literature that rivals Kevin Costner's witty and winded speeches in the movie Bull Durham. 
Nevertheless, she continues to visit and call him with book selections. His first rant reads like this. I do not like postmodernism, post-apocalyptic settings, post-mortem narrators, or magical realism. I rarely respond to supposedly clever formal devices, multiple fonts, pictures where they shouldn't be, basically gimmicks of any kind. I find literary fiction about the Holocaust or any other major world tragedy to be distasteful. Nonfiction only, please. I do not like genre mashups, a la the literary detective novel or the literary fantasy. Literary should be literary and genre should be genre and crossbreeding rarely results in anything satisfying. I do not like children's books, especially ones with orphans, and I prefer not to clutter my shelves with young adult novels. I do not like anything over 400 pages or under 150 pages. I am repulsed by ghost-written novels, by reality television stars, celebrity picture books, sports memoirs, movie tie-in edition, novelty items, and I imagine this goes without saying vampires huh. come on you know you agree with at least some of his opinions and he is open to offering them at any time after amelia's first visit to alice island fickery receives a package that changes his life his life twists in a strange new direction introducing him to new people and new ways of thinking he soon begins to realize that he still has many things worth living for a bonus is that readers also get to see how his change impacts the other characters in the story, including but not limited to his sister-in-law Ismay, Chief Lambase, and Amelia, the book rep. The heart of this story explores the process of grief and the regaining of hope, but in a very gentle manner. The tragedies, although deep, are not pronounced within its writing. The plot mimics life in the way that it keeps moving forward, and despite the fact that its readers will likely be moved to tears, just as I was, the next chapter follows, bringing with it the inevitable new day, whether you're ready for it or not. I loved the various references to literary classics and how each chapter begins with the mention of one A.J.'s unique perspective included. One of A.J.'s many memorable quotes in the book is, you know, everything you need to know about a person from the answer to the question, what is your favorite book? Is this true? I know I'm personally guilty about assessing people over their book choices, not actually judging them, though. As a matter of fact, one of my nearest and dearest friends who has a heart of gold and laugh that would make anyone light up has a completely different idea than I of what she enjoys in a book. When she recommends a book, I thank her politely and graciously, but I probably don't read it. That being said, she would probably love this book. I loved the various references of literary classics and how each chapter begins with the mention of one and A.J.'s unique perspective on that one. A.J. Fickery is one of my favorite kind of characters. He's cynical and grumpy, but simultaneously witty, clever, funny, and lovable. The book talk throughout the chapters was an added bonus for me because I admired the allusions to books previously read and made list of books that I wanted to read. On that note, be on the lookout for a future review of John Irving's A Prayer for Owen Meany, which I had somehow overlooked reading until I came across Seven's book. I thoroughly enjoyed the light-hearted read. It was a book about books and people who love them. It's an easy four out of five stars, even if it is a little on the Hallmark side.
Thank you for tuning in today. I'm always open for book recommendations or ideas, as well as format suggestions and recommendations. Tune in again next time for another book review. Until then, happy reading. You've been listening to Red Astray. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. 